When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You are now tuned in to the Prescription for Purpose podcast, the number one podcast for Christian women to learn how to apply God's principles to fulfill your God-ordained purpose. Every episode will empower you with the tools and wisdom necessary so you can strategically execute and excel in every area of your life. This is the place for you to learn how to walk in purpose, to walk with purpose, and to fulfill God's purpose. This episode of the Prescription for Purpose podcast is brought to you by the Prescription for Purpose app. It's the number one resource and tool for any woman who is looking to grow in their personal relationship with God and also learn how to pursue purpose. It is so rich and so um, just filled with every resource that you need from a study Bible to Bible study videos to an updated quiz to help you learn where to get started. I mean, God has literally given me everything that you need to put into this app. I want you to head over to the iTunes store or head over to the Google Play store and download the Prescription for Purpose mobile app today. While you're there, go ahead and rate it. Go ahead and share all of the things that you love about it so we can continue to share the word and help other women live in their purpose. Now let's get back to the show. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Prescription for Purpose podcast. Today we are talking about how to overcome inconsistency with accountability. And I'm so excited because I've worked with a lot of women in our different programs and things like that. And I often ask what their need is. And honestly, the number one answer I hear is accountability. So if you are struggling with accountability, sis, today is your episode, okay? Now, we're gonna dive right in because there's a lot to unpack. The first thing was when I went to go and sit with God in regards to this idea of accountability and why we struggle so much with inconsistency Because I don't believe that it's not that we don't love God and that we don't really try. It's just that there's some kind of gap here, some kind of disconnect. And so I wanted to find out what that was. Of course, God pulled up on me and basically told me that we don't know how to overcome inconsistency because we don't really understand what accountability is. We don't know how to overcome inconsistency because we don't even know what accountability is. And so, of course, I went over to Miriam and them, okay, in the dictionary, and I had to look up the definition. And by definition, accountability is simply an obligation or a willingness to accept responsibility 
or to account for one's actions. I'm going to run that back. Accountability is an obligation or willingness to accept responsibility or to account for one's actions. And this is so different from what culture has called accountability. We're so used to accountability looking like other people pushing us to do what we need to do versus us having the self-start to go ahead and get the things done. And the reason that that looks like that is because we don't take ownership and accountability is ownership. We have gotten accustomed to is for someone to invoke consequences for our behavior. And that's not true accountability. That's consequence. Whether consequence is good or bad, that's what we're looking for. When we have someone who is a quote unquote accountability partner, they're supposed to make sure I do the things. And if I don't do the things, there's some kind of consequence attached to it. When I do do the things, there's some kind of consequence attached to it. And that doesn't mean that you don't need support. However, support is not your accountability. Your accountability is your own personal ownership over what God has called you to do. And then God showed me that the truth is that many of us don't want true ownership. We just want possession. And that's why it's hard for us to execute consistently. You don't want true ownership. We just want the thing, not necessarily the work or the cost that comes with the thing. We just want the thing. And a lot of times we don't even consider the cost, which is not biblical. Jesus even tells us in our relationship with him that we need to count the cost in doing everything that he's called us to, even in being in a relationship with him. It's a cost that is required. And so we have to count the cost and then pick up our cross and follow him. So if we are talking about things that we want to possess, things that we want, and we haven't considered the cost, because there's always a cost associated, whether that cost be time, whether it be financial cost, there's a level of cost, even mental cost and all of that spiritual, emotional cost. There are costs to everything that we do. And a lot of times we do not count the cost. We consider having possession over the thing, how great our life will be, but we do not consider the level of responsibility that comes with this new title. So like for me, becoming a nurse, I had several people who started nursing school with me who said that this was their thing. We're going to do this together. La, ze, la, ze, la. However, they did not finish, right? It wasn't because they probably didn't have good intentions. However, there's a time and a place where intention no longer is going to be sufficient to get you to where you are trying to go. So we need to be intentional. We have to have strategy, but there's going to be a place and time where you just have to push through. And a lot of times we do not take that into account when we decide that we want something. So we want the title of being a nurse, but we don't consider the work that's required in nursing school, the parties that you'll miss, the clinical hours, the study time, just the flat out stress that's associated. So then you get in it and you're like, oh, this isn't for me. But a lot of times when we get into something, and we realize that it's not for us, it's because we did not sit down and do the proper homework to really truly count the cost to begin with. Because if I counted the cost, I would have understood the assignment. I would have understood, hey girl, yeah, this is going to be real ghetto. And we rather not take that time to plan sufficiently because we want the rah, rah, rah of 
hey, I'm going after this. We want the rah, rah, rah of I'm starting a business. I'm a CEO, but you don't even understand what's required. You don't even understand that being a CEO of a business is more than you just getting on and making some Instagram posts. It's you having to come up with a strategy for marketing, for your business plan, all of the stuff that's like super boring and ghetto and that nobody really talks about, that's required. That's counting the costs. And once we're in it, it's not the time for you to find out what the cost is. You have to thoroughly vet that thing and count the cost before you get in it because now you've wasted time, energy, effort, and resources, right? So even people who start a program or a nursing program or any kind of program, you get in it and you're like, uh, this isn't for me. Maybe it's because you did not count the cost appropriately of the time that's going to be required, the energy, the mental energy, the money value that's going to be required. We just kind of jump in because it sounds like a good idea. But when you do that, you're not going to be able to be consistent because it's not really you taking ownership. A lot of times we're just excited because we're starting something new. And inconsistency is simply a symptom of us wanting possession over things without us wanting or even understanding the cost and responsibility associated with truly taking ownership. When we possess things, we have control over it, but no responsibility. When we possess things, we have control over it, but no responsibility. And you don't have to deal with total responsibility. True ownership or accountability, it really requires possession and responsibility. I have to have control over that thing and be completely responsible for that thing. And we see this in real life. When you have somebody who's renting a house, renters will tear up a house because even though they have possession of the house, they live there, they have control over it, they do not have complete responsibility for the property. That's why they can call the landlord to come over and fix stuff when it's broken. So they're going to keep letting little Timmy flush stuff down your toilet until you somehow invoke a level of responsibility, whether it be financial or whatever the case may be, so that that way they are no longer allowing that to happen. But typically, renters will tear up a house because the landlord is the one that's responsible for fixing it. So although they have possession, they don't have complete responsibility. And so there's no accountability there. Our kids do the same thing, right? You can give them the new school clothes, baby, their new shoes, and they possess the stuff. It's on their body. They have control over what they do in those clothes, but they don't have the responsibility for purchase and they don't understand the cost behind the purchase. And so they come home just looking like, don't nobody love them? And you're just like, how did you do this at school? How did you do this? But they don't understand the responsibility because the money doesn't come out of their pocket. And so the real question when we struggle with accountability is if we really are wanting God's purpose so that he can get the glory, or are we simply looking for the benefits of control without the cost of responsibility? We have to ask ourselves that. God, am I really looking to fulfill your purpose and to be responsible for fulfilling your purpose? Or am I simply looking for me to possess the thing without having to have responsibility. The parable of the three talents is a great representation of this. The first and second servants, they multiplied what God or the master had given them. But that last servant, the one who was deemed wicked and evil, he buried the talent and he did not take responsibility. He had possession of it, but he didn't take ownership of that thing 
to where he felt like he would even invest it in a bank to get interest on it. Because if it were his, he would have taken responsibility for it and done whatever needed to be done to multiply or to bring a return about. He simply buried it because he didn't want the responsibility or the pressure of being responsible to the master when he came back. And so he was inconsistent in his actions, inconsistent in doing what God had called him to do, inconsistent even in displaying love for God. Because if you love someone and you take responsibility for their stuff, you're going to treat it as your own. And so it's so important that we really ask ourselves, God, am I really wanting to pursue your purpose so that you can be glorified, so your will can be done here on the earth? Or am I simply wanting the benefits of looking blessed without having to take account for the responsibility? This episode of the Prescription for Purpose podcast is brought to you by The Society. The Society is our online membership community for women who want to grow in both their faith and in their business. It's hosted by myself, Tatum Tamia of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast, Kavaya Watrice of the She Who Is Called app, and Rosalind Renee of the Therapy as a Christian podcast. This membership community literally has everything that you need. We do free challenges once a quarter. And our last challenge at the end of the year, people were getting saved. People were getting jobs, growing in their faith. I mean, it is just such a rich place to be. I absolutely love hosting the society because I get to teach Bible study every two weeks. Kavaya writes daily devotionals. We have prayer call every week. Tatum does business training and Rosalind makes sure that we are on our toes mentally and we're able to effectively be productive in every aspect of our life. I promise that you will not regret taking advantage of being a part of this community. Head on over to the blessed and bossed up society.com to start your free two week trial. That's blessed and bossed up society com to start your two week free trial today. Now let's get back to the show. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. There's a responsibility attached with everything. Even as I get on here and I open up my mouth and I speak on this podcast, there's a level of responsibility that I have not only to y'all or to myself, but also to God to ensure that I am articulating his word in a way that is truthful and that I'm not just on here saying some stuff so it's tweetable. It has to be the truth, rightly divided truth. And there's a level of responsibility in that. I will never get on here and open my mouth and say something and know that just because it'll get clicks and views. Um, when I talk about being purposeful, me sitting here giving you all this fluff, when that's not what you need, what you need is the meat of God's word to do what he's called you to do. And every space is not like that. There are so many spaces where you're getting fluff and you're getting the milk of the word, but not the meat. And that can't be the case here at Prescription for Purpose because I'm accountable not only to y'all, but to God. And we have to understand that biblically, accountability is personal. And the only person who can hold you accountable is the Lord. Hebrews 4.13 says, nothing in all creation is hidden from God. Everything is naked and exposed before his eyes. And he is the one to whom we are accountable. 
So even when you're in relationship with people, um, whether it be romantic relationship, business partnership, whatever, we are still accountable to God. So I can't go to God and tell him I done fussed out and cussed out my husband because he did something I didn't like. God is going to rebuke me as he should. He's going to correct me as he should because Sharla is responsible for Sharla's actions despite anything else that's going on around me. God always makes a way of escape. He always provides a way for us to do the right thing. And oftentimes we are so caught up in our feelings that we fail to see the way of escape. Just because you feel disrespected doesn't mean that you get the opportunity or that you should cuss somebody out because now I got to go back to God. I got to be accountable. Now I got to repent. It's just a whole process. And so it's so important in understanding the personal responsibility that we have in order for us to really show up well and to be consistent in what God has called us to. And the thing is, is oftentimes we try to take possession over things when we don't really have a true level or understanding of the responsibility. So that means that there are some things that are not going to be for you and that's okay. If home ownership is not for you, that's okay. You're still accountable for you treating that home well though. You're still accountable for you treating the thing well, even though you decide, hey, that's not the level of responsibility I want in my life. Everybody doesn't have to be a CEO. Everybody doesn't have to have a business. The internet will tell you that you can't leave an inheritance for your children's children because you don't have a business. Lies. Because a lot of us are out here frustrated and operating in spaces and in seasons and in different titles and roles that God never called us to be in. If you are a good steward over what God has given you, he will multiply anything that he puts in your hands because he's a God of multiplication whether you have a business or not. And so now you're frustrated because you have this business. It's like the bane of your existence, but you're not even supposed to be in the space. And because you were not consistent in counting the cost, you can't show up consistently in your business. And I really want us to understand and get this down in our spirit that you don't have to do all of the things. There are some things that are not portioned for you. And because of that, you will never be able to show up consistently when you are walking out of order. There are two things that you really have to have in order for you to establish accountability and overcome inconsistency, and that is vision and motives. So let's talk about vision. Ownership requires proper vision, and that means that you have to have proper perspective. We love to talk about how Habakkuk says, write the vision and make it plain. But we don't always take into account the fact that he was writing out God's vision, the vision that God was imparting or giving to him. And we have a tendency to bring God our vision and ask him to bless it versus us being committed and submitted to God's vision. It's way easier to follow through when you understand God's vision and the why behind the purpose. Like how God has shared with me the vision that he has for prescription for purpose. And because he has shared that with me, I understand what's at stake. I understand the cost and I'm vested. So even when my flesh don't feel like it, even when I may be tired, whatever the case may be, I can be consistent and overcome the hard things 
because I'm invested in the vision. It is hard to follow through if you are not invested in the vision. And a lot of times we're not invested in God's vision because we're too busy being invested in our own. We haven't even asked God or consulted with him with how our vision lines up with what he created us to do and how he created us to be. When God says that he knows the plans that he has for us, it's his plan. And when we are submitted to his plan, he will then give us the desires of our heart. But we're busy chasing the desires of our heart and not chasing the design that God has for our life. And so you won't be able to be consistent in that. The next thing that you have to have is proper motives. And motives are defined as something that causes you to act. Why are you doing the things? Is it for money? That's not going to be enough to sustain you. Is it for fame and clout? Not going to be enough to sustain you. When our motives are rooted in self and collecting stuff, it will not be enough when we have tests and trials that will come. The Bible says that they will come. That stuff is not enough to sustain us when the trials come. And I know this from personal experience, okay? I have dealt with learning how to treat my body right and to live healthily and to lose weight. And it's been so ghetto. The journey has been ghetto. However, this is the first time I've been consistent and able to see long-term results. And that's because my motives have shifted from only working out, okay? Because I was only doing the things because I wanted to be out here giving legs and hips and body. Okay, that's why I was doing it. No other reason besides I wanted to be slim thick. And that was not enough to sustain me. I would just be like, you know what? I'm going to just be thick, thick. And I'm going to go back to living how I was. Because that surface level motivation was not enough for when the times got hard. But what God had to show me at the top of last year was that attached to my health was my family, was my legacy and my purpose. And when God revealed to me that the enemy was attempting to use my health to steal, kill and destroy from me and to destroy me overall, when I got that revelation, my motivation changed, especially because God showed me how my future children would be impacted. And so that revelation changed my motivation and now it has sustained my efforts. So when it's hard, I have to remember like, nah, this ain't just for me. My kids' life are on the line. Kids I don't even have yet. No, they're not about to have to struggle with this. And so it's changed my efforts and I'm able to sustain even when it gets challenging because it still gets challenging. So I want y'all to really take hold of what it means to be accountable. I want you to really sit down in those areas where you are feeling like you're struggling with inconsistency. Ask God to check your perspective and to check your motives and to reveal to you what you might be missing. If when you get this information from God, make sure that you are submitted and ask God to show you how to redesign the thing that you're struggling with being inconsistent with. And then once you have God's vision and proper motives, then you can build the support systems to help you execute well. So God gave me the motivation. He gave me the new perspective and the right motives. And also I have a trainer to help support me along the way. But I'm accountable to God with what I do with my body. Because even when my trainer isn't looking, I have to make sure that I'm doing the work. That's real accountability. But my trainer supports me in what I do. 
She supports me when I'm having a difficult day. She supports me when something's going on with my body. She's a support system, but she does not hold me accountable. I am accountable to myself and to God. So once you have the proper vision and the proper motives, then you can ask God to help you build out the support system to help you execute well. This is how we overcome inconsistency and have true accountability. You can do it, sis. But there may be some things that you aren't even supposed to be doing, and we don't consider that. Being busy does not equate to you being blessed or having bigger blessings. It equates to you being burnt out. So I pray that this episode blessed y'all the way that it blessed me. That is it for today's episode. Y'all make sure that y'all circle back. Let me know how your time goes with rebuilding your vision and rebuilding proper motives so that way you can sustain and be consistent in what God has called you to do. I'll talk to y'all next week. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.